Christ never desired any of us to say no. Because he already answered yes. Christ's yes never change. The word never change. From generation to generation, from testimony upon testimony, from trial upon trial, from tribulation upon tribulation, even those you read about and even you experiencing, his word still remains the same. Never change. Christ never change. Still the same. Still the same. To be as Jesus is. To be kingdom-like. To be kingdom-minded. To be rooted. To be planted. To be grounded. To be girded. Is to never change your mind. The kingdom of God that's within you never change. The yes never change. The demonstrations never change. The acts never change. The power never change. The virtue, it never change. Because the word never change. The gospel is one root word and it is love. Which never change. Because our father is love. Christ say live a lifestyle without changing your minds. When you give your life over to me, you gave me a complete yes, a grounded yes, a planted yes, a absolutely, an exactly yes, exactly. Gave him your exactly. To be exactly like. And situations can reoccur. Trials can reoccur. Tribulations can reoccur. Distractions can reoccur. But the yes regarding you as a child of the almighty God who never changed, neither do you or your yes. You cannot say yes today and no tomorrow. You cannot allow a situation to reoccur and your mind change by you feigning with your faith. Christ say, I never change my mind. Everything I said, I did. And everything I did, I said. So why change your mind on me? 
If you giving me the power and the authority to rule in your life as I am, then why keep changing your mind regarding it? It doesn't matter if you decide not to believe. Walk away. Faith fall. Uproot yourself. His word will always remain the same. It never changed. As we read the Bible, we see so many different demonstrations as to how people receive trials and tribulations. And what took place, how it took place. But the word as you find in the word never change because God would never change his mind he's a man that he shall not lie so if I change my mind that means I have lied but I'm walking in truth but embracing a lie So Christ see me, see himself in me, due to me confessing who he is and receiving him as who he is. But he also see me rooted, planted. And if a situation occur and I respond differently other than how he does, then I'm not under his influence anymore. So whatever I put my attention to, that what I'm going to have because that what I choose to believe and that what I choose to receive and that what I choose to demonstrate and that's how much power we have. Because we've been given the power to overrule and reign. But if I'm under another influence, I will allow that person who's the influencer to overrule me. And now now I have what I don't want to say. And I say what I don't want to have. But I'm looking up to God praying for change. But I'm still saying what he's not saying. Because I'm saying what I'm seeing, what I don't want to actually see. But I'm still praying that change will soon come. Not knowing change is already here. Christ don't have to make the change The change has already been made When Christ was carrying the cross He heard the children of God said No! Don't crucify our Lord Don't crucify him Don't crucify him No! He had to step out To step in Heaven's reality. They're not saying what I'm hearing. They're not saying what I told them to say. They're not even feeling the way I have them to feel. Because if they know what's going to take place, they would have said, Hurry up and crucify him. Salvation will never change. 
Situations may occur to test your level of faith due to you receiving a free gift of salvation to have you thinking that it came with a price. And then we go to God and ask him for things that we already have. Christ said, go a life with not changing your mind. Heaven don't change their minds. Heavenly hosts don't change their minds. It's either is or it's not. Not even just regarding your walk, but regarding those who are around you. If you say you're going to do something, then do it. Because that's Christ-like. Christ never said, I will do it and don't do it. Or maybe I'll do it. Or maybe I can't even do it. I'm not waiting to go and release God's word and then waiting for miracles, signs, and wonders to show up. Or even expecting them to show up when I get there. I'm already aware they're already in the midst. Before I even became. You understand? Miracles, signs, and wonders. Have three different meanings. And a miracle is simply is witnessing possibilities in a time when things seems impossible to happen. A sign is confirmation due to a revelation as to what God has already spoken to you about. A wonder is an unexpected surprise. Receiving the unexpected. And that's why God say, expect the unexpected. But we can have an expectation. But you're not aware as to how God's going to come every time. And who he may use to even show up to bless you every time. And a lot of times we turn down the blessings because of who God chooses to use to send our way and we disregard because who he chose to use. God said, write a list down of things that you think you need to work on. Let me say this again. Write a list of the things you think Keyword think that you need to work on. And everything you can think of that you think you have the keyword think have to work on, you really don't. Because it's as Jesus is, and not as you anymore. Those old ways have passed away. You no longer struggle with anything. You're no longer challenged with anything. Because it already been dealt with. If you recognize something that you're doing that he don't do, make the change. 
but just don't sit there as if there's no change to be made. I'm not waiting for God to show up when I show up. He's already there. He's already before me. The atmosphere is already set. Christ did not walk in fear. I no longer live unto myself. I live unto Christ. So do you. Therefore, we made the change to never change our minds ever again. Now, situations may reoccur. Reports, negative ones, good ones, may reoccur. But your walk remains the same. Your faith remains the same. Your answer remains the same. Your perseverance remains the same. And what are we persevering for? Not to remain the same. To come up higher than before. Excelling, exceeding, far beyond we can ask or even think. We're not striving to be more like Christ. Christ is already on the inside of us as a whole. We are one. So what am I praising for? What am I praying? What place am I praising? What place am I worshiping? If I think I'm seeking to have more of Christ when he's on the inside of me. It's the giving of thanks. Because everything that you can ever think of that you have to ask him to do is already done. It's already been dealt with. So here is my praise in the midst of anything coming my way because my mind can never change. And that's why it's renewed, not to become renewed over and over and over and over. Once it's renewed, it remains. Because my life is no longer the same. Because I laid it down. Now it's unto Christ. So when we, when we make him the Lord over our life and he confessed that we are lords by him saying he's the Lord of lords, he's the king of us kings, continue to remember that. Continue to remember that it never changed. But if you change your mind, you're not under his influence anymore. And never forget, whoever influence you choose to be under, that you're going to have. I can't say I'm under the law of grace and I'm asking God for something when I should have no wants for anything. 
So now I'm frustrating the grace by trying to cause grace to work for me when grace worked itself out for me. When you frustrate the grace, that's the saying Christ have no effect. And that's indeed a lie. Never change your mind regarding anything. If you're not sure, just be honest and say you're not sure. Honesty is very important because nothing but truth. And those who worship God must worship God in spirit and in truth. Not spirit and in lies, not spirit and deceit, not spirit and hoping, not spirit and wishing, praying for something to come that's already here. Study asking, say thank you. Because everything you're asking for, you already have. You already have. Just continue to allow your yes to remain yes. And that's how you be as Jesus is. By saying yes. And meaning the yes when you say yes. Because he never said no. He so love. God so love. Father so love. That he said yes. Hallelujah. Asking the Lord, can you, will you? And he's saying, will I do what? Will I do what? Asking him, can he do something? And saying as if he's not who he say he is. Will he is saying as if he don't love you. The gospel is love. Demonstrations of love. We minister because we love. We believe because we love. We receive because we love. We have salvation because he love. We love with his love. We can never love him first. He first loved us. So I look up at Father and I say, you love me too much for me to look at you and say no due to my believing in something else. No matter what it appears to be, my answer will remain yes and my mind will remain renewed by never changing my mind ever again regarding anything. And a lot of times we change our minds because situations that we receive the reward from due to trials and tribulations that we persevere, it may reoccur in a different way, but your answer remains the same. Don't give a different demonstration by thinking different thoughts. Because what you demonstrate, that you're going to have. It's so important to know that. Remain knowing. Don't change your mind on the knowledge. And don't change your mind on the understanding. Because the kingdom never changes their mind. 
Only believe. Only believe. Nothing else. No matter what. No matter what. The fruits of the the fruits of the spirit are to benefit others who are around you. Because when you release the fruits of the spirit, whose spirit? The spirit of God. That's God's character. And when people receive the fruits, it changes their whole life around. You ever been nice to a person that been mean and they puzzled? Why am I being so mean and they're so nice? Please excuse me. But we cannot say we have peace and not have love. We cannot say we have gentleness and not generosity. We cannot say we have self-control and not have kindness. Without one fruit, you have none. Simple as that. Because without having one, something is missing. And if something is missing, something is lacking. And if something is lacking, something is broken. And we shall always remain the same. Because our mind never change. If we say we're going to do something and stick to something, stick with it. No answer should ever be in between. Many people say, if the Lord's will permit. Meaning, it's not my will, but thy will be done. Instead of saying, I'm not sure if the Lord's will. If the Lord permit me to do so. I can never tell you I'm going to do something for you and not do it. And I expect all of you to say the same. If you're not sure, if the Lord will permit. Let our yeas be yeas and our nays be nays. Because Christ never changed his mind. Our Father never changed his mind. And isn't that an honor for him not to change his mind? I said to God, I really meditated on Moses' testimony as to him stopping before they got to the promised land because he was told not to enter. And I say, Father, before the new covenant, your demonstration of power regarding Sinful behavior was serious. And it still remained, but we under a different covenant due to a new law. And I was like, wow. God would sit there and bring a punishment just like that. 
Due to we doing things that we know we shouldn't do as children of God. And I said to myself, God spared his children over and over again out of their disobedience and still had them to be led to the promised land because he said it. But he never said Moses was going to be a partaker physically in the promised land because God is a man that he shall not lie. So the word cannot be preached and ministered as if God changed his mind because Moses did an act of disobedience by striking the rock when God says, speak to the rock for the water to come. Because that means God would have changed his mind. He just told Moses to lead his children to promised land. He never told Moses he's going to possess it with them. Hallelujah. Because wouldn't that seem unjust? First of all, for God to lie. Secondly, for God to not have mercy upon Moses, who'd been obedient to lead them the whole entire time throughout all their foolishness, and God still spared them throughout their foolishness, but he made one little mistake like that and got, you know, that form of punishment to not inherit the promise. God never promised Moses that he would walk inside the promised land. He said he would be with him to lead them there. Hallelujah. 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 I thank God for the new covenant, guys. The old covenant, it was certain ways to eat. Certain ways to live. Laws had to be obeyed or you receiving a punishment. Or even your children, children receiving the punishment due to something you done. Something you did. Jesus. Offering up sacrifices like Abraham going up to offer Isaac. And there was a ram in the bush. Jesus. God won't have to ask you to offer up your kids as a sacrifice. But he wants you to put your kids in his hands as an act of love under the law of grace. Giving our kids back to God. And be mindful when we say that. Because he's not just going to keep in the act. It's not even an act of physical. It's not even a physical embrace. It's a spiritual encounter. It's a love encounter. I'm giving my kid back over to you. That means it's not that God, you keep them straight. You keep them right. They already made right. Is I'm giving them over to you for your will being done in their life. 
And I also lift up myself unto you that I raise them in the way they should go. Think about many of us who's raised in a way we should go without our parents even helping spiritually. And they didn't do it intentionally. But now that we have the mind of Christ, whenever you decide to have the mind of Christ by having Jesus your Lord, you embrace the wisdom and knowledge that comes along with it. In every other gift, in every other fruit. Being under the law of grace Meaning that we already been made right. Everything that can cause God to become what he was, how he felt, I mean, not what he was, but how he felt due to what we were doing, how we were, not him, how we were, he's satisfied. Because he dealt with sin once and for all. We changed our minds enough on our father from generation upon generation. And how it works, how what works, being as Jesus is, many are crying out, fasting, praying, humming, chanting, wearing different types of clothing, carrying logos, wearing all these Pieces of, you know, symbolizing jewelry to be as Jesus is. And all you got to do is receive him as your Lord. He's on the inside of you just like that because of what he did. And now all that you're trying to do. Because all that's being done actually for nothing. For nothing. For nothing. Thank God for salvation. Thank God for redemption. Thank God for restoration. Thank God that we had nothing to do with it. Because if we had something to do with it, we probably have to redo it again, knowing us. I thank God that he didn't send a man to do Jesus' job. Jesus. Because I'm glad that God already know because of one man he sent already. That didn't work. Why well, send another one? Jesus. Let me send my son in the earth. Let me send myself in the flesh. I asked Jesus a very important question because he showed me an image of himself years ago, him and John walking on the shore. And I'll never forget that image in my head, how they looked. And John looks very young and is true in the word. Appeared to be the youngest. Now, I don't know age-wise, but I know he looked the youngest. <laughs> Look like he's about 19, 18 years old. And had enough energy to follow Christ like he was. If he was not. Hallelujah. But the point I'm making is, I said, Jesus, do you look like that? Do you look like that? Because you were born in the flesh. And you have some DNA of Mary who bore you in the earth. 
You were in her womb. Do you look like, because the man I see looks like, you know, an Israelian. And Christ said, no. I don't look like that now. I only look like my father. That was my earthly disguise. And what he mean by that, that was nothing but father and the flesh. Father is not a flesh. Hallelujah. As he descended and ascended and descended and ascended as his true identity in himself. In other words, Murray was just a vessel. A beautiful soul that the angel had to come and release to her such a word. Hallelujah. So the answer, how it works, is to know that it already worked itself out. You don't have to do anything to make it work. Situations may reoccur, but you remain the same. Continue to have your mind made up and not change your mind when it's already renewed. Live a life without changing your mind. Have a walk. Enjoy a walk with the one you serve without changing your mind. And that's being as he is in the earth without changing your mind because they never change theirs. And pray that you continue to keep your mind on him so it can never change again. Because no matter what you put your attention to, no matter how long you've been walking, no matter your level of spiritual education, whatever you put your influence to, your attention on, those words you're going to say and that's what you're going to have. Regarding any and everything. Hallelujah. From looking at Christ and the kingdom. And looking at how I see Christ in the earth. Totally different. But still the same. Just in the flesh. Which he became. Because of us. Lowered themselves that much to be in the earth because of one man. And they already knew it was going to happen when God said, Let us. And still chose to continue with the plan. How honoring is that? I thank God for the new beginnings. 
I thank God for fresh oil. I thank God that there's no shortage to the supply. Whenever you want, it's there to receive. It's there for you to receive. Because you believe. Continue to believe. So you continue to receive. But be mindful what you believe in for. Let it not be what you already have. And you will already know what you have by having the mind of Christ, by not changing your mind, by keeping it renewed. Hallelujah. Let it stay renewed. Don't have it to keep being renewed. Let me say that. For the same things over and over and over and over. Standing firm is very important. I can feel the importance of standing firm right now and not becoming a busybody and going back and forth with the grace. I want to be under the law of the line. Then I want to be under the law of grace. I want to say yes this day, no that day. I will this day, I won't that day. And he's going to always give you the same answer. Follow me. Come to me. I love you because what he done can never change. How he feel can never change. Who he is can never change. Neither can you remain the same. It does not mean that you cannot come up higher. Just never allow your thoughts concerning him due to your believing change. Greater is he who's in us. Thing he was in the world. I love you.